and welcome to Electronic Ears with me, Fenner, and to the fifth and final instalment of our retrospective shows leading up to next week's fifth anniversary edition. And this week, I've tried not to select anything I've played too recently, just like in the last, not in the last three or four months, or anyone whom I've played on any of the other retrospective shows, the last four shows. But I have had to include a couple of acts who featured really strongly on Electronic Ears, but who I'd otherwise would have missed off. And a good example of that would be Underworld and their Shift series, which was a fantastic year-long project during which the band constantly released music, video, written content they were working on. And at the end of the year, they released a box set that had a whopping five CDs of material, which I would say ranged from the interesting to the excellent. I think in the end, I played about a dozen tracks from the project. And the last one I played was this one, which is called Two Arrows.
Underworld and Two Arrows taken from the Shift box set. A few years ago, Mark Radcliffe's band, Yoon, uh, released an album called Lost, which I only became aware of last year, and it ended up being a serious contender for my album of the year. In fact, I end up playing every track from the album on the show, which is something I don't do very often. And this next track is a particular favourite. There's something quite 70s about the backing vocals, which I like, and I love the sort of yearning nature of Radcliffe's singing voice on this. Uh, Each song on the album is based around a word that doesn't translate directly into English. And this one is called Hazelig, which is used to describe a place that has an inviting or friendly ambiance.
Yoon and Hazelig taken from their album entitled Lost. And I'm delighted to say that the Minx and I are going to see them play in just a few weeks' time. It'll be our first post-lockdown gig. Now, one of the good things about doing this retrospective has been rediscovering some excellent albums that had slipped off my radar and also re-encountering some artists that I meant to explore further but then completely forgot about. And a good example of that is Anne Clark, who I really need to learn a bit more about, actually. I know she's a poet, which may have been the thing that initially put me off during my feckless teens. But she worked with loads of interesting people, including the Drutty Column, Depeche Mode, John Fox. Uh, This track is taken from her album Changing Places, and it's called Sleeper in Metropolis.
Anne Clark and the track Sleeper in Metropolis taken from her album Changing Places. This next track I'm going to play for you is beautiful. It's by Dominique Dumont, who's a Latvian producer. And a couple of years ago, he was invited to set some music to a film from the 1930s, a silent film called Mention am Sontag. Uh, so he built this soundtrack he played alongside the movie and then later released it on an album with the translated title People on a Sunday. This particular track, I think, is just is wonderfully delicate and I love how it just sets up and then inhabits its own musical space. The track's called Sunshine in 1929. Thank you. 
Dominique Dumont and Sunshine, oh, Sunshine in 1929 from the album People on Sunday. So although the band Wire is probably best known for the first three albums, all released towards the end of the 70s, I only came across them uh, in the mid-80s when I was introduced to them by my friend Bill and their excellent album called The Ideal Copy, which is going to move into more electronic space, which I guess is why he thought I would like it. But it's really only been over the last 10 years or so that I've realised just how many other projects the members of the band were involved in, have been involved in, all through their career with a variety of collaborators. So, for example, Angela Conway worked with a couple of members of Wire under the name uh, Duotemo. Uh, she provided vocals for one of Graham Lewis's projects called He Said. And then she also had her own band called AC Maria's, and some of the Wire guys played on some of those songs. And she recorded one lovely track with Bruce Gilbert, who's a guitarist from Wire. It's taken from her album, One of Our Girls, and this track's called Just Talk. Thank you. 
AC Maria's and Just Talk from the album One of Our Girls. So it is true that during this retrospective series over the last month, I have already played a track by Cabaret Voltaire. But now that they're down to one member in the form of Richard H. Kirk, I am, for my own purposes, going to treat them as a separate band, particularly as I simply can't ignore their album Shadow of Fear, which came out last year. It's absolutely superb, just a stunning piece of work. And the album as a whole is well represented by this track, which is called Vasto.
Cabaret Voltaire and Vasto taken from their excellent Shadow of Fear album. And since releasing that last year, Kirk's actually released a couple more tracks, hour-long well, drones, I guess you'd call them. They're not for the faint-hearted, I have to say, but I think the most recent one in particular, BD9 Drone, is well worth a listen. Now, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but BBC4 have recently broadcast a docudrama about the life of electronic pioneer Delia Derbyshire, which I've heard is excellent. And one of the things I already like about it, despite not having seen it, is the fact they asked Cozy Fanny Tutti to provide the music. And while she's not a household name, I'm really pleased to see her getting the kind of recognition that's implied in that commission. Um, she already had an established career before she joined Throbbing Gristle uh, in the late 70s. And both that outfit and her subsequent group with Chris, and Chris Carter, called Chris and Cozy, um, are described as industrial and avant-garde. And I guess that's a fair description for the most part. But it does make this lovely little bit of synth pop all the sweeter. This was the Chris and Cozy debut single on Rough Trade. It's called October Love Song.
Chris and Cozy and October Love Song. And I think Pet Shop Boys may have been influenced by the opening of that song, perhaps on their track, uh, Opportunities. Now, the next album I'm going to play a track from is Holy Spring by a chap called Lawrence Pike. And I find his working methods really interesting, actually. He works uh, in improvisation. So the way he sets about recording albums, he'll spend a few weeks setting up all the instruments and sounds and sequences he wants to use. And then having done that, he'll record the album in a single day. At least that's what he did with this album, Holy Spring. The results are wonderful. This track is called Mystic Circles.
Lawrence Pike and Mystic Circles taken from his album Holy Spring. Now, I was saying to a friend of mine just the other day that the first album that really introduced me to the remix as a fully creative process was David Sylvian's Good Son Versus The Only Daughter, which was an entire set of remixes for his album Blemish. Uh, another great example of the genre would be public service broadcasting's The Race for Space remixes. And what always amuses me is when I love a remix of a track that more than the original, a track that I'm not even particularly fussed about. And that brings us nicely to the band Foles. Now, I'm not knocking them, of course, but I've never bought any of their work. I don't actually really know anything about them. And then my colleague Steve introduced me to a remix of their album, Everything Not Saved Will Be Lost, which is absolutely terrific. I don't think I've even ever listened to the whole of the original album, but I play this remix album again and again. This track is a great example. It's the Lake Turner remix of Sunday.
the Lake Turner remix of Sunday from Foles' album, Everything Not Saved Will Be Lost. Well, that brings us to the last track of the show and indeed of this five-year retrospective of Electronic Ears. And it would be ridiculous that the collection of songs that I've played didn't include anything by Craven Fultz which is one of my very favourite acts to have emerged over the last five years. This guy just works on a whole load of modular synthesizers all racked up and sets up these long pieces of music and tweaks and modulates them as they're playing. And in fact, you can watch him doing this. There's some live performers on YouTube and they're just mesmerising. The track I'm going to play for you to close this show is taken from his recent Enclosures EP, which came out, I think, late last year. The track is called Hard Level Force. But before I kick that off, I just want to say thank you very much for listening, not only this evening, but to any other shows you've ever listened to over the last five years that, that I've been broadcasting, Electronic Ears on Candu FM. I hope you'll be back next week. But until then, cheers. Bye. Bye.